We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Field of 68. Field of 68 till I die. You got somebody, hey, Jeff, shut up. Hell no. I'm sorry, man. I blacked out for a second. <laughs> this is Alabama coach Nate Oates. When we're not playing, I watch Field of 68's After Dark Show. This is coach Bruce Pearl. I love the Field of 68 After Dark Show. This is Duke head coach John Shire. Check out Field of 68 After Dark. This is Xavier head coach Sean Miller. I highly encourage you to take a look at After Dark. Now listen to you guys every morning when I'm getting ready. This is Field of 68 After Dark. live from Circa Resort. We thank the fine folks at Circa for having us this weekend. I'm John Fanta. He's Jeff Goodman. He's Rob Dowster. And what a Friday night it has been. This has been a Friday night that has reflected this wild, chaotic, unpredictable college basketball season. Rob Dowster, what is the opening headline on the show? There are no more number one seeds left in the NCAA tournament, just like there are no more number one seeds left on the Field of 68 panel. We got a number two seed. We got a high three seed right here. And we got number 15. How am I not a number one seed? We got number 15 seed Princeton right here. Somehow managed to survive to make it into the Elite Eight. We do want to send our thoughts and prayers, uh, much like his alma mater, who was left out of the NCAA tournament, uh, Terrence Oglesby. Uh, Thoughts and prayers to room 811 at the Circa Resort. (laughs) Which the cleaning crew can't get in there soon enough. Terrence, we hope to see you tomorrow. Sorry about that room yes, service. Yes, <laughs> tough, tough deal. Don't order the chicken again. Uh, can you believe it? Alabama and Houston lose on the same night. I, I got to start with Alabama. The number one overall seed lost in the NCAA tournament to San Diego State. How? Again, kind of like we thought it was going to be, right? Brandon Miller had to have an off night, and San Diego State had to kind of put him in a grinder, and, and they did. And, you know, then it starts to get where there's pressure on you, Right. It starts to build. Alabama had a chance to pull away there. They didn't. And give San Diego State credit because, again, uh, Trammell was terrific when it mattered most. But, again, if Brandon Miller does three for 19, he can't do that. And, and Alabama couldn't make any shots. And we said that all year. If they have one of those nights, they can be exposed. And, they can be beaten. They also got tight. You could see it in But, of them. course, they're young. When, yeah, when San Diego State made that run, you could see it in them. And that's, that's part of the value of experience. The other thing that I really took away from this game was 
the ability of Nathan Mensah to completely control the paint, right? What Alabama wants to do under Nate Oates, get to the rim, take a layup, or shoot a three. And when you have a rim protector like Nathan Mensah, who, uh, Jelly Fam JQ, you know, all of his uh, all of his layups, everything at the rim, all, all of his jellies, all they got thrown back in his face. Yeah. He wasn't there today. Yeah, I mean, Mensa's one, you know, people don't understand. They don't see San Diego State a lot. One of the best rim protectors, shot blockers, and he's a veteran. He has been around a long time. And again, I've seen that San Diego State program go from kind of the bottom to where it is now. And this is their first Elite Eight appearance. This is the Mountain West first Elite you, you Eight You know what's appearance. so incredible about this, too? We have San Diego State upsetting the team that everybody thought was the favorite to win it all. And they did it with Matt Bradley had six points. Yeah. And, and that, to me, is a reflection of what Brian Dutcher did in the offseason. He said, you know what, I, I can't right. rely on Matt Bradley to the point that if he doesn't have a good game, we're going to lose. They were so – I watched them last year in the Mountain West tournament. It was painful. So reliant. Painful. Well, they just – no, they, reliant. They couldn't score at all. And, again, they're still always going to be based on, on their toughness, their defense. That's Dutcher. That's Steve Fisher. That's kind of what they built, honestly, even before Kawhi Leonard. Um, but but now they're a little bit more af- effective. They have more weapons overall. So like you said, if Matt Bradley has a game like he had today, they can win it. But again, it was youth. It was inexperience. It was pressure. I think the pressure got to Alabama when it got tight. That's what happens with the number one seed. Pressure. We attack every topic on the show. Yeah. Pressure, not not in the pressure. Like the the casuals out there saying, "Oh, oh, the distractions off the court." No, got them I don't in this think game. That That's not it. I don't think. I think they got through that. Like I was yeah. worried about that for a while. I think no. they're through that. I think it was yeah, just that, their that was youth. beyond that. It, right. Well, what happened was they realized that San Diego State was making a run. Right. They realized like, oh shit, we might lose this, and we saw it happen with Purdue. You, I, I call it. I call it, it's lemon booty, right? You start puckering a little bit, you start getting a little bit nervous, you start getting a little bit worried, and all of a sudden, all those shots that have been in rhythm before are a little bit tighter. All of a sudden, that confidence you have I mean, is not there. I mean, it's basically like you when you're doing a tease. I mean, it's the same thing. No, my teases are great. You haven't been paying attention. This this is like you being on, uh, <laughs> saying that, that UConn is still who they were in January. What? No, I never. I have not said that. I have not said that. I know. I've got the swagger back. I've been working with you all week. You haven't said that. You know, it's a good question. It's a great question. It might be UConn. I think it's UConn. Well, they got Gonzaga, though. That's the only reason why you would say it might not be, because they might have the toughest first-round matchup. I think for, right? for elite eight matchup, me, uh, but I mean, I'm, whatever, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about who you, who you think is the team most likely to do it. I'm talking about if we walked over to Bet River Sports. That's what I'm right asking now, you. They are the favorite. I have two UConn takes. Do we know that? Yes, we know that favorite. already. Yes, UConn it's is the favorite. Just, All right. I mean, I think it's the the thing is, I think it's closer than you think right now. Yeah. Yes, UConn is the favorite. If they were on opposite sides, this is what makes the West Regional Final, which we're going to be at with full coverage tomorrow, mm-hmm. here on Field of 68. This is what makes the West Regional Final so good because if these two teams playing tomorrow, Gonzaga and UConn, were on opposite sides of the bracket, yeah, the right now I'd fight. say, you know what, national championship right. game. Sure, sure, but they're playing each other. And, again, this is a Gonzaga team or a program that's been in the, the national title game twice against a UConn team that I think is better. I do. I, I think UConn. They're only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That surprises me. I thought it would be I agree. three, three it's up and a half. To two and a, it's up to two-and-a-half. I want to ask you this question. I, I want to ask you this question while we're talking about 
Alabama, and San Diego State. I'm going to ask him one, then I got a big one for you. What does this mean for a league like the Mountain West Conference? I mean, it's for, for a league that the last couple of years we've, we, we've looked at as the overachievers, as the program and the, the, the conference that understands how to game the, the metrics, how to manipulate Kempom, how to manipulate the net, how to make themselves look better. I don't think it matters for the conference. Can I say that? I don't think it matters that. No, much. I think it does. I, don't. I think it does. I don't. Because the knock on them, all, the, the knock on them. The narrative is going to change them on the Mountain West. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. I don't believe they, that. I don't believe that. If they get to the Final Four, it will. They didn't win a game. If it gets to, if they get to the Final Four, it changes. Okay. I don't think it does with the Elite Eight. So, so my question, my question for you, conversely on yep. the debate is, zero SEC teams in the Elite Eight. Are you surprised? Yes and no. I mean, again, you guys know where I stood with Alabama all year, right? I love their talent, but I was, I was scared. I was scared of this night, honestly. It happened just the way I thought it would. They couldn't make a shot, period. And then they got tight, and they, they're young, and they're, they're older guys. Aren't guys you necessarily trusted to be able to kind of figure this thing out, right? Mm-hmm. Mark Sears, yeah, he played in a tournament game, but Quinterly, JQ's still kind of, you don't know what you're going to get from him. The rest of the SEC? No, no. I mean, again, Arkansas has been—it's we, we been a roller coaster ride to the Sweet Sixteen. Right, right. that Kentucky's, was a bigger surprise. Kentucky's been kind of a, a dumpster fire through two thirds of the season, and then they kind of mm-hmm. okay, they got it going. A lot of—and this is what I said all year—a lot of these wins, like Vandy, towards the end of the year, I'm like, who are they beating? They're beating mediocre teams. The whole SEC was filled. Much like the Big Ten at the end of the day with yes. me- mediocre teams. Now, the SEC had Alabama. Well, here, here's yeah. the problem. And it had Tennessee. It's not just the Big Ten right. and the SEC. Every league in college basketball is filled with mediocre teams. Well, ACC year. certainly Every, was. Everybody is mediocre. Yeah, but Grandpa's still dancing. But that's why we're having better. a season. Big East, we knew. No, no. I think we knew the Big East was pretty good going into the year. At the top. I think we knew it, right? At the top. Yes. Well, what we were saying we all year long. was this Wait. good? No. But we thought we thought Xavier would be a Sweet 16-ish type team. They got there, right? We thought Creighton, we would, thought be. Creighton would be an Elite Eight team. They, they got, got there. there. UConn, yes, they're, we didn't they're better. We Marquette would be very good. We, we thought Marquette would stink. We thought Villanova would be probably better. But, but ultimately, we thought there were three or four teams in the Big Big East that could make a run of the Elite Eight. One, once it got have. once it got to about about February, I think we all kind of agreed that the top four to five in the Big East. And the yes. top six or so in the Big 12, yep. those were the best teams in the country. Totally. Then you throw in Alabama. You outliers. Yeah, you throw in Alabama, right. and right. you maybe throw in Purdue, yeah. and you throw in a couple of other teams. Yeah. But it was basically like those teams from those leagues. And then we'll see who else can make a run. That's kind of what it's it was. So funny, and that's what though, it's turned into. Again, it's, we said it all year, and it's kind of come to fruition, right? The, the whole wide open. Yep. And we kind of say it every year now. Right, yeah. we say it going into the but it year. wasn't. But well, last we knew, year we didn't. We have knew that. this year right. was going to be insane. Right. We knew this yes. year was going to be is nuts. The, we did, but, but this here, is here. the exact opposite of last year's Final Four. Yeah. We don't even have the Final Four yet. Look right. at the Final Four right. last year: Villanova, Big Boys. Duke, Carolina, That's what it's and Kansas. All about. And, and again, it was a ratings bonanza. We're not going to have the same level, obviously, of TV ratings, mm-hmm. and people are going to people are going to whine and complain about that. But you know what? For us, this is fun. This is mm-hmm. really fun because again, no matter who wins. It's going to be a first-time national title coach, no matter what at this point. You could have a damn interim coach, an acting coach, Rodney Terry, cutting down the nets 
on Monday night. Hey, hey, I, got a, I got a fun trivia question for the chat. Uh, Producer Dagan's going to give away a $50 Top Golf gift card for the first person that gets this right. Who was the last interim head coach to win a national title? Who did he coach, and what year did they win the national title? I know the answer. Okay. Do you, know the answer? do you think he does? Do you really know the answer? I do know the answer. I know you know the answer. I do know the answer. He like, loves, uh, but, so no, like, wait, wait. Well, hold on, hold on. I just, I want to say something to that really quick, because this, this year's NCAA tournament is what makes this sport so fucking and, and, incredible. And, and, and you know, so great. Hey, and, but Greg Sankey, and Greg Sankey wants to add more, more teams to this. Like, Greg, hey, Greg, hey, Greg. This is, like, like Rob said, this is what makes the tournament so special. Don't F with it. Don't, please. Henry Muto. Henry, Henry Muto. Yeah, Henry Muto got it right. Um, so but, wait, but this is yeah. what makes it so great. You don't get anything like this in any other sport in the world. You don't. In the world, Not period. the collective. You don't get it in the World yeah. Cup. You don't get it in the Champions League. You almost, There was one time it happened in the Premier League. It never happens in the NFL, right? And why not if, if they're one-offs? Like, like we know why, to, we know why it be, doesn't happen in, in the NBA playoffs. To, you, or, you don't get the same level of, like, underdog competition. It's, it's the NFL. Oh, Everybody hold on is a minute. Great. In the NFL, you have quarterbacks. As a Cleveland Browns fan who has been through years of misery and pain, if your quarterback sucks, you don't stand a goddamn shot. Right, right. If you have great... For years, Tom Brady haunted everybody's dreams. In the NCAA tournament, forget about that. It's not how it works. There are some guys. There are some guys who will their teams. Drew Timmy has willed his team to the Elite Eight. Hey. Adama Sanogo has willed his team to the Elite Eight. What? Marquise Noel. Marquise Noel has willed his team to the Elite Eight. Stars are born in this tournament. But you know what? It is a reflection. College basketball is the best sport on the planet. We get to cover it every year. Nobody knows what's going to happen. We will walk into Houston next week, and honestly, you could make a case for any of the four teams in the Final Four. I would say this right now. In my humble opinion, UConn's playing the best basketball of any team yes. left in this field. Yes. You know and ironically well enough... Texas, who just blew the hell out of, of yeah. Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they blew, blew out the hell of, of Xavier. Blew the hell out of Xavier. I, I, I do it all the time. Doster loves laughing at that one. You think blue, that's really, blue out? Whatever. I don't think I don't even think it's, it's that, that good. It's um, let's talk Duster's about. Duster's a little child, though. No, well, yes. Child. I mean, we've known child. that for like years yes. now. Let me just make one more point, real quick. The NCAA tournament is the worst possible way to determine who the best team is in college basketball. Yeah, okay. It is the best right. possible way to determine a champion because you're never going to know what's happening. You never, you have no but, idea. But you know what? I am going to say I agree with you and I disagree with you. And here's why I disagree with you. Because at a certain point, like when it comes down to a one-game playoff, the Big Ten's been exposed for years for right. what some Every of their teams year. really are. Right. Like right. you could say it's the worst, but then okay, wouldn't you argue that then Purdue was Pac never going to be a national? Twelve hasn't yeah, won like, in so long. Adapt. Yeah. yeah. Adapt. Yeah. Well. If your conference isn't doing well when you meet in the spring, figure out ways to play differently. <laughs> well, again, the Big Ten. One of the big problems is obviously. The style, the way they play, the bigs, the lumbering bigs, the guards that aren't super athletic, so they it's look the, good. It's the matchup versatility. It's the lineup versatility. Yeah, yeah. It's the ability to guard different styles. And, and to me, that's, that's what makes this UConn team so dangerous right now is because they have an elite big guy, sure. and they can play one way where you throw uh, the ball into the post to Donald I just don't have a top listen, 20 NBA draft. Can I say this? Yeah. I just don't really see... I'm crazy. I know Much of a scenario that Gonzaga beats UConn. Am I, I nuts? No, because well, the way that it's court. just a horrible matchup. 
for Timmy. Like, the way for Timmy. Yeah, the way that you need to beat UConn. Drew's gonna have trouble. The way, the way that you need to beat UConn is you have to get out and pressure the hell out of them um, to be able to like. And they can't do that. Yeah, That's and they not can't them. do that. They're, they're not a great defensive like, team. Malachi Smith is gonna have trouble. Yep. Against against the length, the athleticism. I mean, he is. He's going to have trouble. Yes. I just, I don't like the matchup at all for Gonzaga. I, I really don't. We got to take a break here on the Field of 68 After Dark. Coming up, why Grandpa hasn't gone to bed yet. He's still dancing. That's we'll, a tease. We'll tell you who Grandpa is. This is the Field of 68 After Dark presented by Bet Rivers and Underdog Fantasy. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em, where you can get a little extra sweat during March Madness and win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's games. In pick'em, all you do is predict whether a player will go higher or lower on Underdog's projected totals, whether that's points, rebounds, whatever. For example, if you're like me and you think Zach Eady is going to go nuts in this tournament, pick higher on his points projection, add up to four more picks, and if you hit them all, you can win 20 times your money on a single game. Underdog's slick mobile app is easy enough that dummies like Jeff Goodman have even figured it out. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code Field, F-I-E-L-D, and Underdog will match your deposit up to 100 bucks. Now is the time to get in on the madness. So remember, underdogfantasy.com, promo code FIELD. Welcome back to the Field 68 After Dark. We are live from Circa in Las Vegas. John Fanta, Rob Doster, Jeff Goodman. Guys, let's turn to it here. The number one overall seed went down the NCAA tournament. Shortly after, the number two overall seed went down the NCAA tournament. Yes, for the first time ever, the Elite Eight will not have a number one seed. Final score, Miami 89, Houston 75. For back-to-back years, Jim Laranagas going to the Elite Eight. This doesn't surprise me a bit. Again, we, we saw Miami against Indiana, and we saw their athletic guards. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Wong, Nigel Pack was awesome tonight. Awesome. Uh, Jordan Miller and, and Wong have had Elite Eight experience a year ago. Norchad is as tough as any Houston big. They matched up well. Again, Rob, what you said was they can score on Houston. You know what they did, too? They defended. They defended. They're tough. They're athletic. They're quick. They play loose. And they they got in transition to get easy baskets. That was the big thing. They were able to force turnovers, so they didn't have to go up against Houston's set defense. And honestly... It didn't even matter. They put up 89 points on Houston. It's amazing. Norchad, amazing. Did, Norchad held his own in the paint. And what this is what I told you, man. This is what I told you. The <laughs> I, I see you laughing, Fanta. No, no, Good no. Good offense. Just, no. You've told us so much. Yes, I know. <laughs> so much. Good offense is going to beat good defense, right? At the end of the day, great sure. offense beats great defense. If you are a great offensive player and a great shot maker, it doesn't matter what you do to guard them. I thought Houston had enough going into the, the tournament. I just didn't like this matchup. After watching Miami in person mm-hmm. last week, I was like, holy shit, like, these guys have everything you need. Now, they don't have a long athletic big, necessarily. That's not Norchad, but he's a beast. He's an absolute killer. The other part that I think is really interesting, guys, you know, we've killed Texas Tech because of NIL. We've killed Illinois because yes. of NIL. The Miami men's and women's team, that were kind of the poster children for NIL and Nigel Pack in sp- specifically, the right? It came twins, out the Cavender, the Cavender twins. twins. 
they're both in the Elite Eight right now. Mm -hmm. I talked to Nigel Pack the other night after the game, and I asked him, I was like, How, how's this been for you? He said it was really, really hard at first, and then I embraced it. I just embraced it. I kind of stayed off social media, didn't worry about it as much. And the thing, talking to Nigel Pack and, and Norchad, they're just likable dudes. So I, I think, honestly, in that locker room, we worried how it would translate, but they're so easy to like. And they're not the type that are going to walk into the locker room and be like, this is my team. That's not their personalities. That's mm -hmm. why this thing is worth. And Grandpa, Jim Laranega, I remember you and I talked, I think, to him in the summer about yes. this a little bit in uh, wherever that was, Rocky, Rock, whatever it was. Rock Hill. Rock Hill, thank you. Rocky Point, I was going to call it. And he wasn't worried about this at all. At all. Mm -hmm. Because Laranega's got a way about him. He's got a way about him where, again, He's laughing. He's joking. He is your, your, the grandpa that everybody likes, tells stories, keeps these dudes loose. And you could see it again tonight. Houston got tight. They, they have yeah. fun when they play. They, they, there's they something, totally There do. is something to be yeah. said about that where you don't make the moment bigger than it is, right? Like the perfect example is Purdue. You could see it in oh. those kids' heads Alabama that they made, the, they made yeah. the moment bigger yeah. than it was yep. because they were a one seed and they were playing a 16 seed. And they knew it was a tough matchup. Alabama made the moment bigger than it was down the stretch of the second half once they realized that they had a chance to lose. And that is 90% of the battle when it comes to being able to win these games as a favorite. You cannot get tight. And I don't think anybody on Miami is ever going to be tight because they're just out there hooping. They're just out there having fun. How, how disappointing is this for Houston to lose in the Sweet 16? I mean, listen, I don't know how many more cracks Kelvin and, and Houston's going to get at this thing. Right? I mean... Jarris Walker, I got to imagine, is gone. Uh, I, I don't know how many of their other guys come back for their extra year. I mean, you never know these days, right? You never know. But to me, this thing was set up for them, obviously having the Final Four in Houston, having a bunch of guards, having a big a lottery pick, Arsenal coming off the bench. I don't think they played Arsenal enough this year. I think they kind of buried Terrence Arsenal when, when, to be honest, you kind of needed him on a night like tonight because his, his length, in athleticism. Mm -hmm. um, now, again, maybe he wasn't ready well, defensively. That's, that's that's the one issue is that you have a bunch of little guards right. on this roster. Arsenault's 6'6 yep. six, six wing that honestly could have matched up well against Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could have used that length yep. against Isaiah Wong. Can Miami beat Texas? Anybody can beat anybody left. Now, Someone again, just commented in and said, there's no way in my mind FAU or San Diego State can win the national championship. I mean, it would be, it'd be hard to imagine those two winning – Three more, you know, three more games. But but, who's your front runner right now? Probably, it might be Texas. It might be Texas right now. I just love their guards, but I do. Is it that it's you hard won't not side to, with him? No, I love I love UConn right now too. But what what I will say is Texas's guard trio. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. They're terrific. What about they are at, Tell me they don't what scare you. No, what about Dissu? What about Well, that's you, the key. Do you know, what, you know what's wild about this? That's the key. Well, you know what, is, what is unbelievable about this? Yeah. Their best guard is Marcus Carr. If I would have told you two years oh ago. Oh, my God. That, uh, yeah, bring him up. If I would have told you two years ago that Marcus Carr yeah. would be the guy that everyone was counting on to be able to win a national title for yeah. Texas, yeah. would you have believed it? Yeah. No, never, never, never. But, again, this team needed – a year under Chris Beard as much as anything to get, you know, 
to kind of figure this thing out. There were a bunch of losing players who came to the program, right? Marcus Carr, Timmy Allen, some of these guys. And obviously, they weren't ready a year ago, but now this year they've started to really figure, figure it out and learn how to win. You know, they, they started to learn how to win last year. Look, this is a situation here where in your Elite Eight, setting things up now because Texas just completed the win over Xavier as Rob goes to get another drink. Yeah. Um, the Elite Eight's going to be the Big 12 with two, Kansas State and Texas, the Big East no. with two, UConn and Creighton. Then you got the WCC with Gonzaga. You got Conference USA with FAU. You got the Mountain West with San Diego State and the ACC with yeah. Miami. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, again, I think this Texas team, you worry about them up front now. With, with DeSue's injury, you certainly worry about them. But, man, they just destroyed Xavier. Like, it was never just a game, Fanta. Never, never even a game. All right, we're, we're welcoming the, the, the star of Circa, Derek. Great seeing you. Derek. Jeff Goodman, John Fanna here with you. And great to have you, listen, Derek. Listen, great to see you. By the way, I followed you this on place. Twitter today. What a, what a follow you are, man. You got a lot of, a lot of things going on. Listen, so do you. You got a lot of things going on here. Uh, this place is, uh, I will say it, and, and not just because you're here with me, the best place in Vegas, period. Period. I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. I don't I'm even think it's debatable. Biased. I don't even know if it's debatable. It's been incredible. At this point. I mean, it has been incredible. What, what can you say about this place? And especially on a weekend like this and last weekend where March Madness is in full swing and the, the people, the, the crowds of people watching games, it's electrifying for us. I, I would tell you, I appreciate that. I'm a little bit biased. Of course, I, I, we designed a place where we want to hang out. Yeah. And that's kind of what we did. I mean, we uh, have the world's largest sports book, Stadium Swim. Monster screen. Unbelievable. Yeah, one of the inspirations on this, where, Nicole, you're up here. Get out. Come on, Nicole. Uh, come on. <laughs> so, so she, uh, my wife, my wife Nicole, um, she likes going out to pools. Likes yeah. to likes to enjoy the music. Yeah. I I like the big screens and like every time we went to a, a pool party. Yeah, these couldn't, I couldn't see it. Right. You know, I right. want I want the lines right. all. So the just glare. The, the glare yeah. was awful. No, there's yeah, yeah right. exactly. Right. There's no glare at this. Zero there's glare. Zero. No, no. How did? We, 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 we jointly designed yeah. this with Dectronics with no glare. Wow. Specifically like, positioned amazing. with the sun, where the sun's going right on it. Really? Perfect. Two and a half years ago, you opened up? About? Yeah. Three years ago? Right. And you're a Michigan guy. I am. Are you, are you, wait, are you a, a, a Sparty or are you a Wolverine? What I'm, are you? I'm one of these guys like, that I'll, I'll be up front with you. I, yeah. I, uh, I got my undergrad at the University of Michigan, so I'm okay. a Wolverine. Okay. But I'm also one of the guys that like Spartans. <laughs> you like mm -hmm. Izzo. I, well, I, yeah, I, I like Israel, but I've always liked Michigan State. Really? Uh, I've also, I also is this like legal? Western Michigan. Wait, so wait, is this legal? I like Oakland University. Oh, oh, okay. oh, I can't oh, oh like, boy. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. But effective, yeah. effectively, really, what, what we are is here, here, here uh, you know, in Vegas, we're, we're a little bit of uh, um, Midwestern oriented. We're yeah. Big Ten fans. Yeah. We're, but you hire course, a lot of Midwest of, people. We here. do, we do. Um, of course, uh, you know, because we're football and sports oriented, we love the SEC, of course. Yes. Because that, that changes our Saturdays for about right. three or four months of the fall. What's your favorite? Your favorite time of year that you just love being a part of? Oh, I mean, I, I, obviously I love, I, love, uh, I love NFL playoffs. I love. It's uh, awesome. I love, I really love, like, Super Wildcard Weekend's probably one of my favorites. I love Super Bowl. I love the first weekend of March Madness. 
Um, but I love Sweet 16. I mean, now, now with this in Vegas, I mean, I think that's going to be so a great good. week. So, so it should so never good. leave. And the Final Four coming here in a few years. The final then we'll four get the first and second round soon, I would assume. Yeah, I don't know that we want the first round in Vegas. Because of well, all, just all the mayhem and, and everything? Yeah, you I think mean, it'll be listen, too much? Hey, think about it. Think about go how ahead. good is first round first you're, first round parties in Vegas. Yeah. Wait, you're I've, a I've never done it. I've always been a game. So I've never been here first round. When I retire, yeah. it's where I'm There's coming. There's a reason why Vegas went for Sweet yeah. 16, because yeah. nobody wants to screw up the first yeah. it's a, the first week of the first week of March Madness <laughs> is the number one week now in Vegas. Right. right. That's right. Twenty-five years ago, Super Bowl week was number one. Yeah. March Madness was number two. Really? Now it's flipped. March Madness blows away Super Kills Bowl. To the person out there that's watching or listening, we, we have viewers and listeners all over the country, Sirius XM, or on YouTube, or on Twitter. Tell the folks. You're on YouTube or Twitter. Like, or, or, hey, give, me, give me a second. Can I put my head down? Yeah, I got you, my numbers You, you get your numbers They're done. Uh, right feel now. the 60 oh, card. The numbers are huge. Oh, it's just graded. We got smoked again. Son of a. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, you? Yeah. yeah. How yeah, bad? Oh, we got we got hammered in this last game. We you needed did. Xavier so bad. Yeah, well, you, you never had a chance there. No, no shot. <laughs> no, no shot. shot. You might have wanted to give Sean Miller a pep talk. We had no shot. <laughs> what? You know that? Oh, we had him man. last year. You know, you Sean Miller. That bad. Sean Miller, the coach at Xavier, was was here yeah. doing this. So last this, year this is this is video, right? Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. a message right, to so. him? No, it's just simple. I mean, they, now you got to see what video looks like when you lose half a million lives, right? Right, <laughs> right, right, so, right here. Right here. Right here. It's all right. It's you a little more than that. Tomorrow, Derek. Yeah, we'll try. You're good, right? Right. You'll be back down. I'm gonna have to go back down to the world audacious. Mega bar and start selling my six dollar beers. I we'll was, have a good time. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> oh man! I was going to tee you up to the people out yeah, out yeah. there in the in the world who have never been here. Yep. What would you tell them? Um, I'm 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 actually the designer. I'm the guy that kind of built circus somehow. These investment bankers. I was able to wiggle my way through that. I cannot believe they loaned me the money to do this. <laughs> And now it's working out pretty good. But I'm a Vegas, I'm, 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 I'm originally from the Midwest, but I've been out in Vegas now 16 years. And I, I designed a place where people can have a lot of fun, where we're very sports-orientated. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, really, I'm really into active content management, watching games. No, you are there. I, I, like, I hear their stories. You'll finish, you'll go down and just sit at the bar till 2 in the morning and talk to anybody and everybody. Well, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm taking a time out right now my wife. <laughs> I walked up here with the water, but I see a couple couple of Coronas there. But I'll be down to that. I know you guys got a show you got to do. But it's very cool. It's Thank very you. cool to watch. And, again, listen, we appreciate yeah. you stopping yes. by, and, and we appreciate you having us. Thank first, you for First time us. ever, feel the 68. I'm so happy awesome. between Aaron Oster, who, who yeah. put, yeah. put it all together. You guys. You guys. Thank you very much yeah. for being here. We appreciate we look, you. We look forward to having a long-term relationship. Done, done. We're here. Listen, there. every time there. I come to Vegas, I'm here. Yes. I mean that. Appreciate no it. Congrats, choice. congrats on, on a hell of a job building this place because – it's elite. It's about as elite as any place I've ever seen. Right, I mean you're, that. You're, you're, no, I mean that, man. World I will class. sell it. I will be your number one salesperson. And there's, as they know, there's no bullshit with me. Very no, nice there's zero, zero bullshit. Zero. <laughs> zero. Well, after you're done, zero. after you're done, I'll see you. I'll see you at Mega Bar. We'll have a couple of drinks. Right. Thank you for having us. You got All right, good to see you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Folks, Circa. Really, there's no other words are are, no, are needed here. for this place. It's yeah. fantastic. Right. I, the, the setup. Walking out yesterday for our first show from the pools and looking at the big screens and seeing no glare, everything's clear. Like, for a sports fan, for your wife, 
yeah. who doesn't, yeah. who's not into sports. For well, your kids, here. you could do yeah, it all. Yeah. You could do it all. Dagan yeah. is living it up. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and for Rob Doster, who's never been to Vegas, you walk out my, the door. My experience has been ruined. I'm never going to be able to come here again if I don't come here. Yeah, you walk uh, out yeah. the door, you're downtown. You're right downtown, which is a cool area. It's, it's not at the Strip. Um, but in in a way, it's I think old it's Vegas. Cooler. It's old, old Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, right. Fremont. When friends. you walk down, yeah. if you walk yeah, down Fremont, cool. as in the words of T.O., that's where things get a little bit weird. Look, T.O., we hope you're okay. Again, yeah. rest in peace. He spent too much time on uh, on in old Vegas. <laughs> For the record, Terrence Oglesby. He's alive. He's alive. Like Pete Gillen. I'm not. Yes, He's alive. I'm not. I'm not killing off T.O. He's alive. Just, old Vegas is the real Vegas. And Jim Laranega, an old man, is the real man. He's yeah. going to the Elite Eight. That's amazing. <laughs> and we're just getting can started you dance, here. Can you dance like Jim, Jimmy O? Oh, yeah. You can. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we get a little dance off. From me? You and Laranega. Oh! At the Final Four? In Houston? Yes. yes. Right? That would be a good video. Be, oh. I never met Jim. <laughs> never? You'll nope. let, you, hey, you would Nobody like tells... Jim, actually, and this is where I say grandpa, like... <laughs> Do you he's, think he knows that you've called no, him that? No, I, I don't think he has any idea. But but <laughs> my dad's 80. My dad just turned 80. And he reminds me, so the, the two of them, they, they can tell stories. That's mm-hmm. the beauty. Talia last year, my daughter, was was with me uh, on the run in, in Chicago, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. She loves him. Because, again, he, she, she said, he reminds me of Papa a little bit. He just tells these stories, and they go on and on and on. But he's captivating. He's so engaging. He's always smiling. The, the best. I love yeah. getting him on our show because w- once you get him going, oh, you're like you have no idea where it's going to go. No you have no, no idea, idea where the conversation yeah. is going to go. Those yeah. are the best guys. To have it's a on. great story though, too, because if you remember, my, first of all, Miami, one of the toughest jobs in the ACC, right? Pro sports town. Mm-hmm. They really didn't care about the program at all, and then they go through the stuff. They're kind of, you know, they're, they're involved in the FBI thing. And, and it really hurts the program. They weren't, and then they're they, weren't, they weren't involved. No, they then they're absolved. They were, they were, they were named in it. They were named in it. They were okay. named in it. But then they were cleared of everything. Mm-hmm. But it really hurt them for about a three-year stretch just because it kind of hung over their head. Mm-hmm. The Elite Eight is set. It is set. We'll continue to talk about that. We will give you coaching carousel updates, what we have, the latest. Just getting started here on the Field of 68 after dark here from Circa. As are we taking a timeout or are we going straight through? We don't need a timeout. Uh, no TO. I thought we needed one. Do we do need one? So we do need one, but we don't have an, an ad break. So you're just going to go back into it. Sirius is going to cut it later. Perfect. We don't need shit. That's right. Okay. Well, then, let's, then let's keep rolling here. Um, you know, so. We probably do. So on this. You want to tag in for Doster? On this Friday night, on this Friday night, uh, for the first time in the in school history, the one uh, game that we have not hit on yet, for the first time in school history, the Creighton University Blue Jays are heading to the Elite Eight. Now, if you had said that in October or November, everybody would have said, "Well, that's not surprising." We all thought that they would be a team. Not, not everybody. Could make- not everybody. Who, who's didn't? There's a man over there who's texting away on his phone. His name is Jim Root. He was on the pregame was show Was he anti Creighton? He killed was him. anti. He killed Crushed him in the preseason. Him. Crushed no, him. No, grab the mic Crushed right there. Grab the mic right there. He killed him. He killed him in the preseason. Jim. Jim. Jim, come sit on. Jim's upset. Jim Root is, is he's heated. I've never seen Jim Root heated like this. I made a case against groupthink. It was okay to not rank them top five. That was all I said. 
group were, thing. They're like 12th in Ken Palm. Yeah. They got a six seed. <laughs> it was okay to rank them 11th or 12th. That was my only case. It's fine to rank them top I had five. Them, I think I had them fourth preseason. I mean, look, they might win the national title. Where, where they're at right now, they might do it. But you were wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. Say no. you were wrong. You had, them, you had them. The three-man weave. The say, top twenty-five. The three-man weave right. has been shut down. <laughs> say groupthink was correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the right. state's gonna waste them, Jeff. <laughs> it's over. They're <laughs> gonna end well, the dream. Hey, Listen, you are so against. You're, you don't even. McDermott. You can't no. say. My futures tickets say different. Oh, I'll leave it at that. But you know what? But you know what? Hey, for if you're gonna, here's what I'll say. If you're gonna have Creighton, San Diego State, and the Elite Eight, I'm glad that it's the script that it is because a year ago, San Diego State had Creighton beat in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Part of the reason why Creighton won so many offseason headlines is because a team that had lost Ryan Nemhard and had lost, uh, what, Ryan Kalkbrenner? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they were both out. And they almost beat Kansas. Yeah. That then led everybody being like, they bring everybody sure. back, they're going to be great. Now San Diego State, that sat with them for a freaking year. And now they're in the Elite Eight, and that's the matchup on Sunday. Aztecs looking for revenge. Mm-hmm. Greg McDermott looking for really, it would be a great, historic. it would be a, a, a really strong story for, for, every, Mc, for McDermott. Well, it is. yes, it yeah. would be different for Greg McDermott Why? because, again, Greg McDermott, you know, obviously he, he made some comments two years ago in which he was crucified for. Um, and, and almost everybody in that program. I, I knew a couple families in that program well, and they backed him. And everybody universally backed Greg McDermott. It was a mistake. He owned it. And there were a lot of people, myself included, that thought that might be it for Greg McDermott. He might just mm-hmm. say, you know what? I'm out. I don't know if I can recruit a high enough level now with this hanging over my head. I, I might just retire. Instead, this guy comes back and uh, – Gets a group of players, this kind of core, brings them back this year, and now they're with them one win of, of a Final Four. It, it's kind of a remarkable story, isn't it? Is. I mean, think about it. Like, what he went through, how close I think he was to, you know what, I, I just don't know if I can keep doing this. You know, he, he was publicly vilified for those comments, called a racist by a lot of people for those comments. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I don't. To me, that's not the story. Right, to I me, think it's a part of it. It's a part of it, but sure. to, to me, the story is development of of a bunch of guys that like who had any of these dudes? weren't highly recruited. Yeah, they weren't highly recruited. They weren't highly right. touted. No, like you're who, right. who knew who? But Trey he's a Alexander great developer. He no, is he a is great developer. He, he is, but that that to me is the story of what yeah. this group is. It's but like, I guess that's what I'm saying. Oh, that, but, you're but right. here's here's that's the thing the that people other, don't. That's what happened because of it. Yeah, but here's what people don't remember is if you go back and you look at what they were at the start of last season. They almost lost to Arkansas Pine Bluff. You know, yeah. they were they were bad. Yeah, yeah. They were bad at the start of last year. And there were people that were like, coming off of what happened with what you're talking about, they were like, I don't know, Greg's not going to be able to, to keep this thing rolling. Right, he's going to retire. And he, like, he showed his coaching chops to me. Like, how good he is has been what he's been over the last two years. Like, he took a team that everybody thought was going to be the bottom of the Big East, yeah. Yeah. got them to the tournament. Well, and now, a year later, we're, you're one win away from the first Final Four for Creighton University. Like, this is, it's crazy when you think about that development. Well, what's great about this tournament, the remainder of it, is that for all these coaches, the argument is, well, if not now, then when? Like, their best chances are in front of them here Everyone this weekend. Because you don't know when you're going to be back in this 
position in the Elite yeah. Eight. Now, for Greg McDermott, Greg McDermott could always coach. With the exception of this year, Creighton, since they joined the Big East, Doug McDermott, his son, was the first year. Since they joined the Big East, they had matched or exceeded their Big East preseason poll standing. This year they were picked at the top, and that didn't happen. But what this team has been able to do, to your point, the player development piece is, is crucial. Ryan Kalkbrenner, he eliminates portions of games for opponents mm -hmm. as a rim protector, yeah. as a finisher. And right now what makes them dangerous is look at the box score. It does show it, but then watch them play. Shireman goes for 20-plus tonight. Trey Alexander goes for 19. Their starting five is as good as any starting five in the country. I've said that all year. I really believe that, that their starting five is, is elite level, and they fit pretty well together as long as Shireman's making shots. There's a lot of pressure on Bello Shireman to make shots because the rest of their team, I, I think there is. I think when he has nights like this, well, I agree when he, when you, he, like, to me, to me, I think Shireman is the one that gives him a ceiling. It's the same. I, I would make the same argument for Jordan Hawkins at, at UConn. Like, if you look at what they are, they are a very, very good yeah. team yeah. when the shooter's not making shots. The guy that makes them elite, the guy that takes them to the next level, the guy that makes you say, "Okay, this is when." But there are other be, shooters on UConn. There really aren't other shooters. Yeah, but they really. It, everyone else just kind of like operates. Like Alex Caravan's a good shooter, but he's a guy that you're Depression. basically you, you know, like. The ball's going to get swung to him. He's going to make a shot. Yeah. Same thing with, like, Trey Alexander or Arthur Columbo. How about that he ball didn't take a single three last night? Or he didn't take one. Carabin. Yeah. He didn't even attempt a three. Mm -hmm. But he focused on attacking the rim. Yeah. And, we and could, could we have an all-Big East national championship game? Uh, could. I, I, I think so. Yeah, why not? I, I, why not? Again, I, I think a well, lot of people me, have UConn as the favorite. To now. me, there's like, one. Again, that would complete there's, the best well, three weeks one, in the league There's one years. reason. There's, with Patino and Oh, my God. I mean, Val Ackerman could like. Yeah. If you want to know the, the only, reason why not, the only one who would still be complaining is Nap over at Providence. <laughs> Jeff. No, well, he he's got to stop talking though. He I does. Don't just, I mean, you got to you got to have some collegiality and some professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. here's the thing. I I mean, if we really want, here's the thing. You can't. You're going to meet with those ads this spring, and 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 I just I understand that you're frustrated. It's be awkward. But some things are better left unsaid. I think there's going to be like a fight. The AD meetings? <laughs> a fight? A fight. A fight. A fight. Who would officiate no, I, I it? Who would rep? Which, which Val, Big East AD? Val's going to have to step between them. No, I don't think that works. Which, which Big East AD officiates it? Um, uh, maybe <laughs> Seton Hall? He'd be good. He'd be a good one. Dave Benedict with a referee. Oh, yeah, top. he could do it. Benedict's tough. You know, it's interesting. I, I will say this about the conference landscape, and people are talking about this now. I love, Twitter. I love this league now. I actually, I, I think this league now it's, has become awesome. I mean, you bring there's in some Patino. genuine dislike. Yeah, you bring a Patino now. Some ads don't like each other. You you got Pro Cooley going back to Providence. George Hurley, yeah. I mean, going back to well, yeah, when he goes back to Cooley Providence. going back yeah, to Providence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hurley now winning and, and, and getting that monkey off his back a little bit. I right. talked to him about it last night, and, like, you could tell. It like, wasn't just him. It was the no. players, too. It wasn't yeah. just him. Like they, but it's on they him. Felt but it. it's on, he's going to feel it. Yeah, no, they right. felt it. Oh, I they, see what they, you're saying. They yeah. felt the yeah, pressure yeah, because yeah. of what he was going through. They're not immune. They're not immune to what people right. say. No, there's UConn fans are pressure. There's you know UConn fans are high level. fucking crazy. You guys got to chill out, well, man. No, you guys got to chill out. You're one of them. You're crazy. Yes, but not publicly. Oh, not publicly. Uh, yeah, you are. I'll say it to you. Yeah, you are. I'll You're say publicly it, crazy. I'll, publicly I'll say it to not. you. I'll rant to Dude, Dagan. How many times <laughs> did you go like this this year? 
Remember? A million times. Remember, but that's what fans do. So you're when, privately but, crazy? But, no, no. But here's, him, here's the difference. Him? They suck. I hate them. They stink. <laughs> they're the worst team in yeah, the country. Yeah, when they're playing bad, the, oh that's what God. fans do. Wait, hey, when the Browns are playing bad, what do you do? Oh, my God. Well, I, I, I put a pillow on my face. I put a pillow on my face. Do you rant to your friends about it? So here's When we lost Do I say it public? Do I tag the other players in it? That's what UConn fans do. You guys got to chill out, man. You guys, right, gotta, you guys uh, gotta relax. Tweet of, tweet of the night here. Go ahead. Who Go do we ahead. got? Read it. Read it. Who do we got? We got. Uh, wow, he's never. He has not seen this. I guarantee. <laughs> Can I read who tweeted it right away? All right, Adam Zagoria. New rule: Every time a coach, reporter, or talking head claims the Big Ten or Pac-12 is the best conference, they put a dollar in a jar, and at the end of the season, we use it to buy everyone else around. John Fanta can be in charge of overseeing the jar. What's your message to Zags? For the both. Well, first of all, I'm not sure I trust you with the jar. Yeah, we're we're giving giving Fanta the jar. Okay, and secondly, who would you trust with the jar? Who would I trust with the jar? Nobody in media. Mm. (laughs) Like not. No, nobody on field of 68. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Nobody that works for us. I don't know. I I would trust Borzello. Like maybe Borzello. I think Borzello would be okay with Nor- that. You know, Nordy? You know, it would be Nordy. Nordy would take the Norlander. jar money. Norlander would take it so seriously. The guy who's never, ever reached into his pocket? Yeah, like he, for his yeah, wallet? He, yes, ever? absolutely, yes. He would be the guy, Jesus. and you know what would happen? He would split it up down to the penny. Right. That's what you would get. He, you I would really get hope that this makes it back to him. This will make it back to him, it right? He's probably you can clip that, right that the no. Norlander. Trevor, please clip it and send it to us. So then we can send that to Nordy. So that wait, Zags, I get it, I get it. Like, you get Zags, but yeah, what, whatever. Are Let's you looking forward to seeing Zags? Who has ever said the Pac-12 is the best on. team in the country? Nobody's ever said that, <laughs> ever. I mean, Bill Walton. I should. Yes. Bill Walton's the only person who said that. Mick Cronin wouldn't say it. Tommy Lloyd wouldn't say it. Nobody would say it. Yeah. So what would you say? Because I, you said this, and it did strike me that you know it's great for us with the Final Four, it's and you don't know what's going to happen. What yeah. would what would you say to the casual? Because there's going to be some idiot out there. I'm sorry, you you exist. Some, there's going to be a lot. A lot. Oh, well, this, this final, final four, four sucks. sucks. Right. right. What would get. you say to them? Then go watch something else. Like it ain't that hard. Well, what are they going to watch? If, if you're not, the, the, but there's some great storylines. Well, I'm, I'm, like, here's here's the thing. If you're if you're, you're, if you're not if you're going to have one. You're going to have one really good. If, but if you're if you're, you're, if you're not if Mark Few's interesting if he makes it. <laughs> well, go ahead. Rude, you want to come on? Come on, let's go. Go ahead. Oh, we're sitting on a break? Yeah, we get a break. All right, it's we're going to take a break. Super we're going to take a break. Rob's going to... Calm down. Yeah, yeah we'll... Just collect himself. Give him time to collect himself. I'm good. I think you're good. I think you're good. Terrence Oglesby just threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have to say, I love the guy to death. The tweets, first off, the tweets today that he's on the shelf, that food poisoning got him. And secondly, he did. Such a soft ACC dude. I mean, come on. Suck it up. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait, folks. I know I'm going off topic for that. We are doing 15 minutes between Randolph Childress and you on Penny Hardaway. Oh, Jesus. Really? We got to do next week. We're going to have a lot of time. We're gonna have a lot of time to cover a lot of topics. Are you okay? No, I'm great. Are you gonna do the read, or are we just gonna sit here and talk? We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with the Field of 68 after dark. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. guys ever try you guys ever get tired do you guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument that your takes weren't hot they were right well i got an answer to your problems vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts you can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever challenge your friends keep track of the results and prove you are in fact the smartest like this man. Vaulted will also be releasing more than 50 pools in the next three months. So download the app at the link below. Sign up for your free, excuse me, sign up for your three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever. It's Vaulted. Our partners at Vaulted are here in Las Vegas. It's great to see them here this weekend. I love the Vaulted app. I mean, it, it, it is something it's in which you could do a victory. And it's so lap. unique. Like, that's the one thing. There's nothing like it. Uh, I was talking to Paul, who runs Vaulted, earlier today, and we're talking about Jason Tatum, my, my, my love for Jason Tatum. And I wish. It's bad. Well, I was it's saying, bad. I it's, wish it's, I could have put in the vault the fact that I said that he would be a Hall of Famer before he ever played one NBA game. You're, I'm right. You're, I'm going to be right. I mean, but it's, it's really creepy. Like, All right. It, well. it's, it's gotten to the point where it's just kind of like Goodman. Look, you need to relax, okay? It's what it is. Chill out. Vaulted would have made me look good. You're getting, you're getting a little stalkerish? A little bit of a creep show? Yes. He's getting to that point. Welcome back to the Field of 68 After Dark, presented by Bet Rivers, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Get 100% deposit match up to $100 with code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D. Okay. The Elite Eight is set. So here's your four matchups. We're going to give them to you right now. It starts up tomorrow. FAU and Kansas State. Uh, Florida Atlantic University under Dusty May. It's 34-3. and three. They will take on the New York hero, Marquise Noel, is coming off a 19-assist performance. That game is at 6.09 Eastern time on TBS. That game will be followed by Connecticut and Gonzaga. We are at the game at T-Mobile, 8.49 Eastern time. How much are you looking forward to being in the building for that game? And I'm going to ask you right now, I'm going to ask you right now, because we're in the West region, you've seen it all in person, who do you objectively believe is going to win this game tomorrow, which I believe is by far the best regional final? I, I think it's UConn, and I think that the matchup significantly favors UConn. Like, I, I just think this is a really, really bad matchup for Gonzaga. The way that you beat UConn is you get out and you pressure their guards and you take them out of what they want to run, right? And you've got to be able to make sure that you have someone in the paint 
that can deal with the Dama Sonogo one-on-one, and you need to have someone that can chase Jordan Hawkins off of those screens. Because yeah. that guy has none of that. Like, their strength is, is being able to get the ball to Timmy and run offense through Drew Timmy. And UConn has two pros, All-Americans, however, whatever you want to call it. Two guys, completely different style of play. But they have 10 fouls to go up against Drew Timmy, who just played the, the, the 40 minutes in the, the game of his life. Like, here's you know, my his, question to you. Give me one matchup other than Drew Timmy, and I'm not sure again. Drew Timmy wins his matchup tomorrow mm-hmm. against those two. Give me one matchup that favors Gonzaga. I don't. Does Drew Timmy favor? Is he? That's favored? what I'm asking you. Like, I mean, he does because he's the well, best let me, college let me, player. Let but, me uh, let me ask but you against this: against those two dudes. So on on Underdog Fantasy Code Field, 100% deposit match up to $100. Um, right now, the 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 numbers there. Drew Timmy, 21 and a half points higher or lower. It is seven and a half rebounds higher or lower. And then points, rebounds, and assists, 32 and a half. So you would go, you would go lower on no. 21.5 no, points that's for Timmy? Idi- that's idiocy. He scored 20-plus points in the NCAA Here's tournament in 10 straight games. Here's why I wouldn't, too, because if it's a route, if it's 15 or something, Timmy will get his. Mm-hmm. He'll get his. Yeah. What about seven and a half rebounds? Sure. I mean, he's got to get it. He's got to get seven and a half rebounds, Rob. He has to. This isn't about Timmy. Who else is going to? Exactly. That's where the game gets decided. It's not about what Drew Timmy does or doesn't do. Gonzaga doesn't have enough in their backcourt. That's that's the problem. And Mm -hmm. UConn has Jordan Hawkins playing at an extremely high level. Andre Jackson is a playmaker. I mean, he had a close to a triple-double last night. Tristan Newton hasn't been. It's not like Tristan Newton is otherworldly. UConn didn't need outstanding point guard play. With a team with this many great pieces and parts, you just need good point guard play. Just be a middle child. And that's what he's been. Tristan Newton has been really good at keeping the team together. And no disrespect to the middle ch- children. I got two siblings who are in the middle, middle but, and I love them both. I'm, but it's true. Tristan Newton doesn't need to be this unbelievable point guard. Not when you have the pieces that they do. Gonzaga doesn't have enough after Timmy. They don't. I, I mean, listen, Nolan Hickman is solid. Yeah, good team. Malachi Smith is really good when he doesn't have to go against length and athleticism. I worry about him against this UConn team. You know, you could put Andre Jackson on whoever the hell you want, right? And he's going to probably shut him down. He's probably going to shut him there's, down. There's Hunter another. Salas has been better lately. He, he's athletic enough, at least. But, again, I mean, this is a kid who hasn't played a ton Throughout the season, he's been up and down, right? So, like, who – I mean, Julian Strother has to play lottery pick. He has to play, like, the last eight here's, minutes here's the what they, Here's what That's they need the to do. That's the only chance they have. This is, That's it. This is the problem, is that the way that the matchups currently work, if you're going to play Anton Watson at the four, Andre Jackson is going to be on Julian Strother. And I don't see Julian Strother being able to get it going against Andre Jackson. The only reason what why you, you, you have to he do, hit the biggest shot of his career – maybe he picks up where he left off and walks just, in there like the man. He, he needs might, to. He might, but he's going up against one of the best defensive players in college basketball. If I'm, if I'm Mark Few, what yeah. I'm doing, and it's a risk because you can't compound him on the glass, but I think you need to play Strother at the four and make Alex Caravan guard him. Because the way to be able to beat UConn, not only is it pressuring them in the, uh, in the half court, it's, Caravan's a guy you got to attack. Now, Caravan has also gotten significantly better on the defensive end of the floor since January. And I don't even know if that's going to necessarily be a mismatch. But it's just there's no there's no good option. There. I still keep going back. And, and, again, like, I just keep going back. And not to win this, this game, I think they win. But, again, when we talk about UConn winning the national title, it's like 
all these great point guards that have won national titles over the last 15 years. You could probably get the See, list there's, up there's, now. There's, By that argument, Marquise Noel will win the national championship. Maybe. He might. He might. He's the best player in the tournament. He's right. going to have the he ball in his hands. Yeah, and he is. he is the one guy in this tournament that makes you change everything you do defensively does, to have to try to guard Does FAAU have a puncher's chance? Yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. I think they're going to win. You do. FAU. I do. Yeah. I do. Man, if they do, it's like yeah, Dusty I got the May, owls. man. I got the owls. Dusty May has yeah, I done just... such a good job. And, again, watching how he deals with those. Like, he's got some shit to him. He's got some shit to him. But, you know, those kids, obviously, some of them had a chance to go elsewhere and, and didn't and, and stayed at that level. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Down the road. Could Dusty may be the coach of the Indiana Hoosiers? <clears throat> sure. I mean, he was an Indiana manager. Mike Woodson, you know, 66 years old, I think, 67 maybe turning. Um, you know, Indiana is also a place right now. It's funny because everybody was killing me when uh, – Shocker. When, <laughs> when Indiana got in as like a – what were they, four <laughs> or five seats? The fact you're alive. Everybody was like – everybody was like, oh, look, you, you compared him to Juwan Howard. You idiot, because Juwan Howard's not doing well, and, and Mike Woodson was. And I'm like, no, look at Juwan Howard's first, second year. He went to the Elite Eight and had a mm-hmm. chance to, to go to the Final Four. He's, he's struggled the last couple of years. Woodson could do the same thing without an Elite Eight appearance. Like, that's the difference is Woodson got to the second round. Last year, you know, he got to the first – won the first four, blown out by Randy Bennett in, in the first round. So we'll see where this program is. They're going to lose. Jalen Tofino, Trace, Race. You're gonna have to rebuild. You're gonna have to rebuild. And here's the, the thing portal. about here's Through the thing the about portal. Indiana is we're gonna find out whether or not Mike Woodson is cut out for college basketball yeah. in 2023 this offseason. Because you have to rebuild a roster every year. You're going to have to do it. That's what you have to do and you know what in the is? modern game. Because I well, it, you just it, said it. You just said it. The modern game. It's not that. Right, it's rebuilding it's not, the roster it, in a way that you can win, not in a way that every Big Ten rebuilds the roster. But but here's here's the other thing. When we say the modern game, we're not talking about being able to coach it because I believe that he's going to be able to coach it. Like sure, he's, like same thing with Jawan Howard. Yeah. Like they're going to be able to coach this. this they have style the respect. Of they have the respect, and they coach in the NBA. Correct. Like, what they, a kids they want know, more than they anything. know X's and O's. Right. The issue is. You got to be able to get the right dudes. You got to be able to get right. into the portal and figure it out. It, it, there's a level of hustle that it takes to be like what did what did Must say at the press conference? Eric Musselman after the press conference yesterday, the last thing that he said before he signed off was, uh, "We are as soon as we get back to the locker room, we're going to start focusing on next year." Yeah. They're yeah. already dealing with that. Well, shit he's now. relentless. He's yes. relentless. You know, but those, that's what you if you're Mike Woodson, uh, that's what you have to he's compete. He's not against. gonna be relentless. He's that's just why. not that's, that's not that's that's why we're gonna find I out. I don't think you have to yes. be. I don't think if you're Mike Woodson, you have to be relentless because you have NIL and the NBA and you have some momentum. You have enough momentum. What you have we'll to do, out. what you have to do is get shooters. You can't play two bigs like that. You cannot play two bigs. You cannot like Malik Renew needs an, uh, another big that can space it. He doesn't need another plot. And, and Malik might be able to space it a little bit, too, better than race or trace. So I, I think these days, that's, the, that's what Danny Hurley did, right? He did it. Sonogo, not a guy that I know he can make some threes. That's not what you want from him, right? You got him back and, and basically with the thought of, hey, you know what? I'll give you more freedom. 
if you come back, I'll give you some freedom. But it worked. Shooters. It worked. Of course it, it did. It worked. You know, Andre Jackson, not a shooter. Not a shooter. He's, but, he's, I'm not saying he's a non-shooter now, but he's not a guy that you're respecting as a shooter. What did they do? They went to the portal. Naheem Aline. George shooter. Alcatara. Shooter. Tristan Newton. Shooter. They did, a, they did an incredible job. You have to of identifying their Arkansas needs. Arkansas doesn't have shooting. No, they didn't. No, last night, home. it was comedic last night watching right. UConn be like, we'll just go under on every screen, yeah. and then they start shooting, and it just went it went south. Yeah. It was kind of amazing. Honestly, I, this is a huge credit to Muss. And I know that the been. odds were stacked against them. It's amazing that they even got to the Sweet 16. Yes, yes. I know the odds were stacked against Kansas, is my point, without yes. Bill Self. Yeah. Yeah. But Kansas is – here's the difference. Kansas never – had great defensive player at the five spot. And so as a result, you could drive on them. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah, drive. Again, Arkansas I, drove on I them. I still say, you know, that would have been a good game yesterday is, is Kansas instead of Arkansas. Yeah. I think that would have been the game with Bill Self coaching and DeWan Harris healthy. The point you bring up is so valid on the, on the roster building. And there's yes. so much roster building to be done. Like, I just, I'm just going to be candidly honest. And, and, and you know, uh, my bosses at the three-letter network asked for this next week. They're like, can you make the way-too-early top 25? Everybody does. Do you want to know how we're going to do that? We're all going to sit in the room in the media Sucks room next now. week and try to put something together. You can join me in Borzello. Can I join? Yeah, Please? we do it every year. Every year we do can it. I, can I pay yeah, an entry you, fee? Yeah, you might need We should just get like 20 people together to do it. We'll do that. We'll do that. The Elite Eight is set, folks. The Elite Eight is set. As we begin to wind down, so here's what you've got. Tomorrow you got FAU and Kansas State from the Garden. That's followed by Gonzaga and Connecticut. And then on Sunday, it's Creighton-San Diego State. Wow. And you've got Miami, the Miami Hurricanes against the Texas Longhorns. I was going to see if you could get all eight of them. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good right now. You got got stuck on one. I thought thought a little pause. You know Slight what? Pumps. It's a it's a um, a pump fake and then a drain shot like we're about to have on the strip here tonight. That does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Feel the Sixty Eight, Dagan. That's just so dis- it's disturbing. That does it for us, for Jim, for Creighton, everybody at Circa, for, for Dagan Hughes, for Jeff Goodman, for Rob Doster. What time are we on the air tomorrow? Quickly for Houston, for Alabama, ten a.m. tomorrow morning. Ten a.m. tomorrow morning. For John Fanta and for Terrence Oglesby and for Pepto Bismol. You should tweet at Terrence the gif of Dick did Vitale. Did somebody bring T.O. Live, live look at T.O. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Please keep your See digestive you systems in line. <laughs> Time oh. for the afters. Yeah, after, after the, the afters, afters. Go. it's time for the afters. We're gonna Two go weeks, rapid fire here. Here's my here's my question for heading. the here's my question for the afters. That's right. Can Jim Root go and get us some beers? Because I know I don't have a drink. Is, my drink is gone. I don't want to drink Fanta's beer. Yeah, you can charge it. <laughs> charge it absolutely. Charge yeah. it to Dawson. Oh my God! Whatever. Something cold. Anything. Look at the anything. We're good. Don't say anything. What do we got now? Dang, we got questions. Yeah, we do, but these two Dang are having their own little... Guys, stop. Dang it, we got questions. We do, we do. Who, who's the most questions. outstanding player of the tournament? Right, Marquise right Noel. What? 
Like, is it? No, there's no conversation. It's Marquise Noel. Sure, right? What? The most the best outstanding player of the tournament right now. Yeah, no, oh, it's not even up for discussion. Yeah, no, yeah. Who asked that? I mean, I guess if Timmy. Take any like, guess. Who, who guessed that? If Timmy has a huge yeah, game tomorrow. Was it Yuli? Rob, if Timmy has a monster no. game tomorrow, he could be in the conversation. Conversation. No, he's, he's, he's number two. No. Right. He's no. number two. No. My, my ranking right now is Marquise Noel, then Drew Timmy and Adama Sonogo. Sonogo is so consistent. He's, he's on the tournament. He's averaging 23.7 points, 9.7 boards, and shooting 75% from the floor on a team that's winning games by a More combined impressive. 62 points. More impressive. Wow. 70 points in the NCAA tournament, three games, 29 rebounds. You know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Rob Doster try to defend Sadogo. Oh, oh, dude. Wouldn't that be funny to watch? What, what would happen is he would do one of those back down things, and he would get car, called for a charge every time because I'd go flying through the thing. That dude, he's so strong. He's so strong. It's so much fun to watch him. Yes. Right? It's so much he's fun to watch. the nicest kid. Ever. Like the nicest kid ever. Like he's The only problem nice is guy. he's a Chelsea yeah. supporter. We, we, can't, we can't. Is that true? Yeah, we can't get down with that. Wow. Him and Borzello. Him wow. and Borzello are. are uh, he's Borzello a Chelsea supporter? Yeah, we, we don't need to talk about that. All right. All right, what, what do else got? do we have? Go ahead. Oh, I just lost it. Hold on. Let me okay. find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. All right, we're, on, we're on, holding on. up on the chat here. Hold on, I'm hold excited on. Oh, yeah, for tomorrow. Yeah, I, I do think the way the game it. gets officiated is very important. If, like, Sonogo has an early foul or two, I mean, Timmy's Tim, got to get him in Timmy foul trouble. Timmy couldn't get the UCLA bigs in foul trouble. That's How's true. he going to get these yeah. two in While foul While putting up 36 points. That's true. All right, what do you got? All right, well, first of all, we have 440 people watching. We only have 55 likes. Let's go, people. Come on. So, well, we Hit that you like know, folks, I mean, folks, come on. That I, like button, I know so. one of the 440 is Ogles from the bathroom. Pick up your phone. Pick up your phone. Yeah, get off the toilet for a second. The, the, the chat thinks And CZ thumbs has up a the show for heaven's sake. Yeah, they don't no, he does not have Everybody a hangover. Everybody hit the like button for T.O., yeah. all right? We, we want T.O. back tomorrow. We, yeah, thank God. All right, what questions do you have? Go ahead. Who? We have eight teams left. Yes, that's yeah, why they call it the Elite Eight. eight teams left. <laughs> yes. Who's your finals picks? Finals? finals. What does that mean? The finals. championship yeah, game? Championship the championship game, yeah. And then you can pick the national championship. Um, you know what? I've just, I, I, I'm yeah. going to go with Kansas State and Connecticut. Yes. And I think Connecticut wins. That's what I have, too. I have Kansas. That makes me feel like shit. I have Kansas State. You, you want to change? <laughs> I have I'm going to go with Creighton and Kansas. <laughs> Creighton and UConn. I have Kansas State beating Creighton. UConn beating Texas, and then UConn beating Kansas State. I think I'm going to go Creighton. Creighton. I'm going Creighton. I'm going Creighton, Creighton and I'm torn on the UConn-Texas. I'm torn, but I, I think I'm going to go UConn. I'm going to go an all Big East final. I'm going with the two then. Well, you're I'm a changing. Big East homer. So yeah, you're right. Well, I carry water. Right. <laughs> Fanta. Fanta. Water. My water's going to break next week. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> next question. Going My on? water is going to break in Houston. <laughs> My water's break. <laughs> it's going to be an all Big East championship game. Here's what I'll say. Serious what will no. You do? How a, loud will you be, Jeff? Seriously, I don't know how. I don't know how. There's I, like I'm, wow. I'm trying to talk. Right, Duster. <laughs> wow. Is it that problematic watching games with me? <laughs> no, it's not problematic. It's just it's you so just funny. Have trouble with it. No, no. Really it's a, there's, you got really Did you see the picture night. from last night? No. There's a photo that's circulating <laughs> of, of Klingon going up for a dunk and me like this. <laughs> <laughs> I do get animated. So the hold problem on, hold is on. when you call games, right, right, right. You, you can't. Like, you can't. 
reel it back. Yeah. yeah. No, well, it's, it's not. It's but there's it's nothing wrong because it's it's so. I'm sorry. It's, I mean it. No, like, don't apologize. I'm trying. Don't don't apologize because it's it's what makes you you because it's it's so authentic. But like we're, I was saying this on the show last night. When we sit next, when I sit next to you watching a game, you just sit there. You go, wow. Wow. Oh, what an entry pass. Wow. Oh, wow. Did you see that dribble oh right there? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Did I you love see oh that? He just kicked the ball back out. Wow. What a swing pass. Wow. Like, wow. Of course they what saw a it. game. What a game, Rob. What what a game. And it's like, Phantom, it's 3 nothing. We're two possessions in. Like, chill out. Dude. I do try to watch the game closely. I will say, I mean, I, watch the game. A PSA to all media members covering the Final it's, Four. Watch. I gotta say though, I gotta don't say, tweet. I hate it. I hate tweet Twitter timeouts. for that. I hate Twitter for that. I think it. And I'm old enough. You, you were you were around before Twitter covering the sport, right? Not really. <laughs> Fuck, I'm old. Uh, Not really. But yeah, it was it was easy. <laughs> said it. It was just easier then. You know, you didn't have to worry about like a great play happened, and you feel, you feel like yes. you have to tweet something. Right? Yeah, I agree. You you have that. Like, well, like, it's correction. only the only time I now I feel like I have to tweet it is when it's a highlight from the field of sixty eight account because yeah. you get if you get that instantly and you get the reactions and that's how you develop. The, oh boy, but again, oh boy, will you cry tomorrow? Oh yeah, you could cry tomorrow. I've been in the locker room for two UConn national titles. I know, but not. It's been a while. Whoa, okay. Well, it's, it's, it's been a while. Happened. Were you the water boy? Once. But this program has gone in the toilet for a little while. I already told you that when getting to the Sweet 16 to me was playing with house money. We need Calhoun tomorrow. Oh, we yeah. Approach him. Let's go. Free game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get him. Get him before the game. He's here, folks. I mean, he can come out. He can do a little tanning out here by the pool. What do you think? I keep saying it. I want Oglesby and Calhoun to do a five-minute segment. <laughs> There's no <laughs> chance, T.O. Does anybody know, does anybody know no what chance. they're talking about with Terrence Oglesby and Jim <laughs> Calhoun? Hey, Jim. I, yeah. I got to take a break, a bathroom break. <laughs> you ready for another question? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say something really across the line. Yeah, yeah probably. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll yeah, move on. Should we'll I say on. it? Yeah. Should I say Yeah. Coming did. up next week on the Field of 68, shit talking. <laughs> Nobody knows what any of them are saying. It's Terrence Oglesby, Jim Calhoun, and for different reasons, Seth Greenberg. Yeah. Oh, All right. Geez. Go All ahead. Next Tate. question. He's well, not watching. He doesn't watch the show. Greenberg. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. All right. Next well, you're going to see him next week. I can't wait. Next you question. Might see him next, next question. Week. This one's yeah. for you, yeah, Jeff. Uh, what's going on with uh, the Texas Tech job? Oh, good question. Grant McCaslin, I still have confidence he will be the head coach uh, in Lubbock. Uh, I just think right now there's some kind of uh, haggling going on a little bit and trying to figure out the, the contractual terms. But once he gets uh, – either bounced in the NIT or wins the NIT, I think something will be done shortly thereafter. My favorite part about this week has been we were on the show with you in the pregame, and you talked about the Texas Tech job. Then I was next to you when you got the call from the source, and I heard the conversation that you had about this, so I knew what happened there. And now to hear the tone kind of change. Changed, and, right. and, it does. Haggling. As you get information. I, mean, I know. Again, I, like, and I know, I know how this works, yeah. right? But it, it's so funny to me to just kind of like when you when you watch the entire process play like out. kind of play out right. and it's just like yeah I mean that's that's what and, the business and there's is, a lot man. of and there's that's a lot the of mis- and there's a lot of misinformation that, that gets put out there uh, to try to change the narrative too of some of these jobs. <laughs> I, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I was I was 
misinformation. Keep, keep it moving. Keep yeah. it moving. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say, we just saw some of that this week with a, a job change that happened. Which one? I don't know which one you're talking about. You don't know which one we're talking which about. Which one are you I'll talking keep, about? Keep it going. I'll yeah, tell you. No. We'll, 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 I'll tell you. We'll one it. that we reported on? We'll, we'll keep it I'll tell you. Okay. We'll keep it moving. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, eight coaches left in the tournament. Uh, pick one to start your program with. Oh, oh this, great question. Me, this one, this me, one's this one's easy for me. This one's great really question. easy for me. Really easy for me. And I'm, I'm taking a swing, right? But I think it's Jerome Tang. That's, that's where I'm going, I too. I think it's Jerome That's where Tang. I'm going, too, to be. You know what? You know what the thing is? Tang is like he's got some Scott Drew in him, but he's got more shit to him than Scott Drew, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that's the one thing he, he's got. And he talked to me about it at length. When I first met him, he was he was a, he was a head coach at Heritage Christian, I think, in Houston. I think that was the name of a prep school, and uh, and then he joined Scott's staff. And he said to me, he was like, "I was not that positive. I would go at the players. I was kind of a, a dick." And uh, and Scott really rubbed off on him, really rubbed off on him the positivity, obviously. Um, so I think I think Jerome's just got a way about him with these players. Just a way that, like, a lot of coaches don't. Well, here's by the way, I would say Dusty May. Yeah, just to be different. Which, which yeah. is wild that Mark Few is still in this tournament right. and none of right. us are picking him. Well, to me, it's just he's a little bit older. So it, I wouldn't it, start it. It's, he's, he's old. I just Jim, Jim, Jim is in the background right now freaking out that we didn't name Mark Few. Four years older than Jerome Tang. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, wow. What's your message wow. to Mark Few then? Wow. That, it, I guess I just – Jerome is so – he's got so much energy that he honestly appears a lot younger than, than he is. He does. Somewhere Jim Laranega feels even older. Yeah. Just saying, like – He does feel a little older because he is a little I really want him to find out that you're calling him grandpa. <laughs> I think he'd laugh. I think he would, too. Yeah, I think it's yeah, funny. Yeah. He, I mean, you said everybody's favorite grandpa. Everybody's favorite grandpa. Like, come on. It's true. <laughs> it's good that he's a coach in the state of Florida. Well, everybody, I mean, the crazy part is everybody thought, like, oh, he's going to go down there and it's a retirement job. Do you remember when Jim said he was going to get us beers? I'm not going to do that. Jim, what are you doing? Can't do it. He would have done it. Jim. Well, figure it out, Jim. Get it together, Jim. Let me ask you this question here. Let me ask you this, because I was just thinking about this. Give me the coach who missed the tournament this year who's going to make the tournament next year. The coach who missed the tournament this year who's going to make the tournament next year. Um, uh, let me think. Who's the, yeah, who, who, who do we know is going to win Hubert the Davis. Mike Young. Hubert Davis. I'll go Mike no, Young. Hubert Davis. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we got to see what he gets. He's got two oh, players. Come on. They're not missing it two years in a row. He's got two players. What if he doesn't? No but he, but he gets the wrong guys in the portal. See, Carolina fans, I don't hate you. I just didn't think you belonged in this year. I think I think Hubert Davis. Oh, the easy one. Holtman. Oh. They, they missed it. Chris yeah. Holtman. Holtman. Yeah. I mean, St. John's as a program. But he made the tournament. I said coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. why he eliminates him. That's fair. Holtman? Holtman? Yeah, Holtman should be able to. I mean, Juwan I Howard? I don't know about Juwan Howard. Jet's gone. Yeah. Hunter may be gone. Who knows? Let's see what they bring in. Right. Steve Let's Michael? No. They're set up for yeah, a tough. Yeah, Michael's in there. I, they're set up for a tough. Mike Young. Mike Young. We know I who Dagan's got. I, I missed the question. I'm trying to fix some, who you got, some Jim? issues over here. Grant McCaslin. What was the question? At Texas Tech? Yeah. Okay. Wow. There you go. Wow, we'll flip Jim. Flip that thing quick, huh? All right. I, I was going to say Mike Boyd, too. Jim, we going too. with Grant McCaslin. I, I actually... 
I kind of I, I like Jim. Kyle Neptune. What do you think about that? Neptune. I like that one. They're I, gonna make I, it. No, make no it. I I need to see what they get first. Uh, I need the, look at what they lose. Yeah, but he's what he's already so making much. a crucial Justin staff change. Yeah, he's making a mm-hmm. good staff addition that's yeah. Uh, yeah. not out there yet. But yeah. they're Villanova's working behind the scenes right now. Sure, they, they will are. not be missing the tournament again I don't next think year. So. If they I, do, guess what? He'll be in trouble. Then he'll then be in trouble. Year three, you can't at those types of programs. But I think Kyle will be fine. You know, he showed it towards the end of the season. I, I think I think they will too. But I. Gotta see it. Yeah. Gotta see what they, they gotta bring something in. That rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> when Love you call you, a press member homeless. <laughs> God bless Terrence Ogilvy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.